Today on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, episode 107. It's all about a kid's perspective about the time during the 2020 pandemic with my guest, Parisa Hadou, author of the book, Pandemic 2020, A Nine-Year-Old's Perspective. Parisa was a fun interview to talk to, very energetic, very nice kid. It gives her perspective when she wrote the book and how she wrote the book during the pandemic. Next on the podcast. Let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, my name is Joe Foley. I really want to say thank you for being here. And if it's your first time, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I really do appreciate it. If you like this podcast, you like the content that comes up, please share with a friend and see if they like it. If you do like it, they may like it. If I like you, we might like it, but share with a friend. More the word gets on the podcast, more people listen. I really do appreciate it. Next up, my guest, Parisha Hadou. Parisha wrote a book at nine years old. I remember when I was nine years old, I didn't think about writing a book. She wrote a book at nine years old about her experience during the pandemic. We talk about writing the book how she went through the process of writing the book, and how her parents helped. Parisha has a really positive attitude and really inspiring, especially for younger kids at her age. She also has some really interesting tips and cool tips about keeping your desk organized for online schooling. Some of the kids haven't come back yet for online, um, from going back to regular school, and they're still learning from online. So keeping your desk kind of organized, it's very helpful with some tips because, you know, kids can really use some help. She has some really funny stories about her parents, especially about her dad. You'll find more about that during the interview. But both parents were very supportive in what she does. She has a YouTube channel. She writes a blog. She wrote a book. She does podcast interviews. She goes to school. She's a busy kid. It's a really positive role model for kids her age. Also, it was fun to have my son as the co-host during this interview. He got to ask Parisha some questions, and Sean did a great job. And Parisha and Sean had a great conversation. And Parisha really good information. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the podcast, Parisha. I mean, Parisha, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, it's interesting, too. You wrote a book about your experience from a nine-year-old's perspective in the pandemic. Well, because we hear about the adults all the time, because we don't hear the child's perspective. What brought up on the book? Well, I feel like a kid's perspective is really unique. And um, yeah, you're right. A lot of people look at a parent's perspective. So it's really important to look at a kid's perspective. I feel like all kids, everybody's perspective is different. But in my book, Pandemic 2020, it really shows my perspective, a nine-year-old's perspective. And it shows the way I view things in different situations. So yeah. Well, what, how did the book start? You know, what's, what, what is the idea came from? So I actually never set out to write a book, but one day I was watching the news to see COVID-19 updates and just things you normally um, look forward to seeing on the news. Then I started writing note cards because I knew from that moment this would be an historic experience that I wanted to remember. Saying that, I decided to write note cards, and those note cards turned into essays, which were more detailed. They had what I would do in a daily basis, facts about COVID-19, just different things here and there that I wanted to remember. And we were walking by the lake, 
and my mom suggested to write a book. And then I sat on my dining table and I thought about it. And then I got my computer and I started typing. So that's basically how the process went. So. Well, Sean had a question. What question do you have for the um, preset, Sean? I forget. That's okay. It's okay. I, I actually forget. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I mean, you can think about it. But go ahead. I forget. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Well, one thing about, too, how was the process? I know an adult that's hard to write a book. I mean, coming from a, a nine-year-old, what, what was the process? I, my book is nonfiction. Um, fiction books may um, take more imagination, more creativity. But my book, for me, was really easy to write because it was really my thought process and my perspective in a book. So I just kept typing and typing and typing. And I remember when I was typing, I thought, 100 years from now, people are going to look back at this book and remember what pandemic was like, pandemic 2020. If a pandemic happens again, they can look at this book and see a kid's perspective and maybe help different perspectives in a falling pandemic. Well, it's interesting, too, but if you were mentioned, maybe a parent showed you, too, Spanish flu in 2019, like the Spanish flu back then, way, way, way back then. And another pandemic before this one, so you must have shot a lot of pictures of what it was like before the pandemic we had now. Yeah, so before the pandemic, I thought my life was totally busy and I was just always blocked and didn't have a lot of me time. But now I look at where I am right now and I'm so grateful for the life I had back then. And that just reminds me to be grateful for whatever you have because changes are constant. Good changes, bad changes, positive changes, negative changes. So, um, yeah, uh, just be grateful and have a good time. Well, one thing that's interesting, too, I know from his experience, my son right here sitting next to me, who would like to ask 100 questions, but he doesn't remember him right now. I, I know one. <laughs> you want to ask a question? How long did it take you to type up the book? It took me around 20 days. Um, you can pick up 25. Wow, that's pretty good, huh? What do you think of that, bud? That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Well, one of the experiences about going through the pandemic um, from your perspective, you know, obviously learning from home, doing things from home, from your mom and your dad, what was the experience for you? Uh, well, honestly, I obviously um, everything changed to virtual at the pandemic in the pandemic. So school also changed virtually. And for me at the beginning, it was really hard. I'm not going to lie. It was it was like, how do I do this? How do I get into this? What classroom? But now I've gotten better at it. And so it's easier for me in that perspective. I did not get to meet with my friends and not do many gatherings. And that was the hardest part for me. Yeah, during the pandemic, because, you know, as kids, you play with your friends <laughs> and meet them and have a good time. But in the pandemic, it slowed down just a bit. So I just did what I loved and kept me positive and in high energy while eating sugar and chocolate and pampering myself. <laughs> um, but, you know, now vaccines are coming out. So we're crossing our fingers and staying tight. So What are, yeah. what are, what are some things that you miss doing with your friends in school? Well, I think interacting with them and socializing with them. School technically was the same thing virtually and in person because it was just a way to learn but in a different point of view and in a different way when you are in a in front of a computer and when you're in person it is really different so i think that was the biggest thing for me what is um writing the book though what was kind of some of your parents was your parents really supportive about your writing the book 
Yeah, my mom came up with an idea and that my dad thought it was a great idea. So <laughs> yes, they were really supportive. And as just being me, just an ordinary 10-year-old, I think that age is not a barrier and neither is gender. You can accomplish many things as long as you work hard and do good. So yeah, everything. Yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you mentioned, I actually, I, I know you have a YouTube channel. I know you like math. And I have a question about that, actually, because I'm kind of curious. And I know, and I, I saw YouTube, you like dance, and I saw the one with your dad. How was that experience doing the YouTube channel, the, the video with your dad? I saw that one. Um, my dad loves to dance, and so do I. So we came up with the idea to do a dance together. We, my dad really enjoys break dance, and oh, right. so he taught me a few steps, <laughs> and I enjoy just classical, hip-hop, fusion, you know, the girly style. Um, so I taught him a few moves, and we combined it together, and it was really fun. Well, that's interesting, too, about that, too, about the hip-hop and dance. And I also saw a video about you, during the pandemic, during the time of everything, you know, you can't go to the hairdresser, you can't go get your bar haircut. I saw you cutting your mom's hair. How did that go for you? <laughs> Well, my mom was like, I like my hair is my hair is getting long. So I'm like, what if I cut it? So I asked her and she's like, first she was like, no, that you're no. And then I convinced her and I cut her hair and I was so scared because I didn't want to ruin it. But it actually turned out a good and a good trim. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it was because everybody had to do it. You know, we're in the pandemic. Everybody has to do it and stuff like that. One thing, too, about being um, homeschooled, what are some of your routines? What are some kind of tips you can give kids who are still going through it right now and can be pretty hectic? Well, I still go to school just virtually, so I wouldn't say homeschool, but virtual school. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got confused. <laughs> so I would say have, and actually it's in my book. So I would say have a really comfortable and quiet space, maybe a room to yourself, and don't move your areas. Um, because if you have a lot of siblings or a lot of family members, they uh, it gets really hard to talk and then um, it's disturbing. So I have my own room in the house where I do my work and it's really nice and it keeps me focused. I'd say have a schedule because for me, um, the, the schedules are, they're always really hard for me to follow. And so keeping a to-do list of what I want to get done in the day and what I need to do and I need to go to just helps me sort things out. So yeah, those are just a few. Well, well Sean, can you talk to anything, a question about being homeschooled like you did with your mom at work? Who do you play chess against since you're homeschooled? I'm not homeschooled, remote learning. <laughs> so that is a great question. I have been playing chess for four years now, three and a half, which technically rounds up to four or three, whichever one you want to add. Um, but I, ha I always went to chess tournaments and I won trophies and I competed. But since uh, the pandemic, I was not able to compete in chess tournaments, but I do learn and I play with my dad at home. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting too. Another thing I was kind of curious about too was, Math, math. Sean and you are the well, the world of math, and I was wondering what is the math kangaroo or what is that? What is that? I was kind of curious. Competition. Yeah, so the math kangaroo competition is a national competition where kids compete. There's word problems and just mathematics and things to solve. In 2020, I did the math kangaroo competition, and I got seventh in state for my age level and 21st nationally. So yeah. <laughs> Any question you want to ask about math, buddy? No. 
Okay. <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting too, you also, um, you won some awards for the book and the, um, also too, where are the, I've heard of the proceeds being, um, where the proceeds go for the book. Yeah, so when I wrote the book and it got published, I started getting book sales and proceeds out of it. And I was deciding where I wanted to put my proceeds. So I thought, well, the book was about Pandemic 2020 and um, letting people attach to it and a kid's perspective is unique. So I thought, why don't I help people out? It's uh, it's a good gesture and it also warms my heart when um, people smile. So um, I decided I was going to devote my money into three parts. The biggest portion it was going to donations to the Jericho Food Bank and COVID-19 health organizations. A little part is going to the book opening and just celebrating it because it was definitely a big deal for me. And the smallest portion is going to my education funds. Um, and for my education funds, you know, um, middle school, college funds, activities I want to participate in. So, yeah, but as I was saying, um, for the donations, till now, I have donated 2,050 Jericare meals. A Jericare food bank is where I donated. And then $500 to the Team Kentucky Fund Governor Andy Bashir. Well, congratulations. That's very, very, very nice. Your parents must be so proud of you for that one. It's a nice thing you do donate the proceeds from the book. It, it, you're amazing, amazing ten-year-old now, right? I think you're ten right now. <laughs> you're, yeah. and, you, and you seem like you have a very bright future ahead of you. One thing I was curious: what's happening next? What do you, what are your are you going to write another book, or are you, are you and your parents going to continue with the YouTube channel? What what's next? Well, I think changes are constant, and I'm learning new things every day and adding to myself. Um, talking about adding to myself, I have a few of my inspirations, and I can list them if you'd like. Oh, to yes, go ahead. Yeah, okay. So my parents, first of all, I always take off of them, and they've shown me so much in life, and I have grown to be so grateful for them. Um, I'm a dancer, as I said a few times. I've mentioned actually <laughs> by now. But, um, yeah, because dance is a big part of my life. But um, Madhuri Dixit and Priyanka Chopra. Um, Priyanka Chopra is a Hollywood actress, and um, she also acted in the Bollywood industry, and um, she's an artist, and I really look off of her. And then Madhuri Dixit is a dancer in the Bollywood industry and is an artist, and she also danced flawlessly, and I always look up to her. Other than that, um, Kamala Harris. So um, Kamala Harris, our new vice president, Miss Kamala Harris, she had a quote saying, I may be the first, but I won't be the last. <laughs> and that really hit me because it told me, hey, you're possible. New generations and new things are coming ahead and we're ready for the future. And let the future come our way, which is actually on the back of my book here. Oh, wow. Today. That's great. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, it says, this is one of those times, accept and embrace, let the future come our way. So, um, yeah, from there. So those are one of my um, biggest inspirations. So, yeah, and they added to me. Other than that, I'd say middle school. I'm a fifth grader, and I'll be getting out of elementary, which I'm just <laughs> a bit sad, but I'm happy to move on. I applied and got into Mazik Middle School here in Louisville, Kentucky, mm -hmm. and that's where I'll be going. So that is a STEM program school, MSD um, Mazik Middle School. So thinking based off that, I think I'll be an engineer, 
But as I said, changes are constant, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that, that, that's fantastic. You have a bright future ahead of you. Well, wrapping up, final thoughts, anything you want to leave with kids, give them, give them inspiration about trying new things, reaching out, striving for better things and goals. I'd say to all those kids out there and even adults that we are the next generation and we should um, serve a plate full of love, positivity, and hard work. And I think that's what will lead us to our best ability and our potential. Um, you can get my book, Pandemic 2020, on my website, www.preachout.com, that I created. Or you, can go to, or you can go to Amazon and get my book. Because, as I said, these book sales are going to donations. So um, every book that's being purchased, it's helping um, me and those donations um, help people in need. So that'd be great. Um, yeah, but other than that, stay positive And, yeah, good luck for your future. Parisha, thank you much for being on the podcast tonight. I really do appreciate it. Sean, any final thoughts you want to ask a question? Want to say bye? Bye. Bye. Thank you, appreciate it. Thank you much. Thank you. And I really appreciate time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wrapping up this episode, I want to thank you for listening. And I want to thank Parisha Hadou for being a guest on the podcast. You can find more about her over at parishahadou.com. Also, I want to thank her parents. They have been inspiration really show how it is to be supportive of their kids or kid and and help them live their dream. That's it's important. You can find all links to this show no, for the show over at no city on the sideline.com slash one oh seven. Hey, please reach a out, leave a comment, say hello, or just say, Hey, I'm doing okay. Whatever you want to say. I'd like to hear what you have to say about this episode or anything else you want to talk about. I'd love to see what you're doing and how you how this pandemic, on this part of the pandemic, a year ago, it was pretty amazing how it was a ghost town. Now it's everything seems to be opening up. This pandemic's been challenging for all of us. We need to check in with the children because you know, we're so busy trying to figure out stuff, make sure things we get, you know, like toilet paper last year or paper towels. Take a time to listen because they really need us more than ever. During the pandemic, there's been a widespread of challenges for and disruptions and stress during the pandemic to pose to children. And a lot of mental health stuff and because it's a stressful, a stressful time. And I think it's really important to take time to listen. I want to thank Parisha, her dad, for being on the podcast. Well, her dad supporting her and person being on the podcast. Also, another thing that's really important to me, because, you know, I want to be supportive of my son. I want to tell him he did a great job for the first time doing an interview and helping dad on the podcast. I'm really proud of him. Well, thank you for listening. Until next time, take care. Give your kids a hug and tell them much you love them. Also, reach out to a friend who may need to be listening here. Maybe they're lonely. Maybe want somebody to talk to. Because I know, I know we're open up and stuff, but still people are still a bit isolated. And try to reconnect. Until next time, take care. God bless. See ya.